All right, so welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Um, I am your host, the Prince of Unity, and this is the Lost African Podcast, where we talk about everything from agriculture to financial literacy to controversy and everything about the sun. Now, I wanted to do this one for those that are listening. You feel me? We've been rocking for like two years straight. Um, we are getting close to our endly of the year goal, which is ten thousand plays. Um, so, but I wanted to talk about though. Because I told this black woman today, I'm like, yo, you inspired me. I'm going to put you on my podcast. But this is the first time I'm doing a podcast on TikTok Live. Like, I'm going live doing a podcast. What is your Afro-ethnicity? So, my Afro-ethnicity is uh, Afro-American. So, I am a what you call a foundational black African. I prefer to say that. Um, but for those that don't know, I know who my ancestors are. So I rock really hard. Like, if you were to walk up to me and ask me, like, bro, are you African? I'm going to tell you, yeah. Of course, my listeners know this because we are, like, literally recording while we're doing the TikTok Live. Um, but tune into the show. We talk about everything. So if this is your first time, yeah, I understand my lineage. So I'm from Western Central Africa. Yeah, for sure. I'm from Western. I'm a, I'm a West African, like, I will say that all day. Uh, but get to the basis of the topic, though, as we do, as we do live. Much appreciated to you, bro. Um, I told this black woman I was going to talk about her on my podcast, and if she sees this live, great. She was an AKA. She was a part of the Divine Nine, and I have culturally. So this is this is one of the beautiful things about us having individual cultures, even as uh, African descended people. So for me, when I see the Greek letters, that is very much a part of black culture, especially black representation in HBCUs. But because of me being an Afrocentric man and being a man of consciousness, especially when it comes to knowledge and wisdom and understanding, her daughter had the last name Rodriguez. And I had just seen uh that it's on it's on my TikTok page. So if you guys want to go follow me on TikTok, uh it's Afroboy underscore Prince Unity. And like you'll see you'll see my face and all that for everyone who listens to me on my podcast. But they just had the the remake and there's a soundtrack of like Rebellion, which is a uh Afro Latin song um, the history of rebellion is it's a song about uh black men uprising in Latin America. And you know, the basis of the song is, you know, I, I love my black women, I'll protect my black women from the colonizer. You will not um damage or harm my black women. We take uh our blackness with pride in so many words. So when I seen her when I seen the daughter's last name was Rodriguez, I instantly said, hey, your mama, um, you know, senora, senorita, I have a, a song for you. You you have to listen to it. You have to watch it. Now, remind you, her mom, I'm talking to her mom at this point. Her mom is an AKA. Her mom is a part of the divine nine. She's an AKA. So, I was like, the first thing I asked her, for those that don't know, uh, I reside in Chicago. 
So in my city, along with a lot of black Americans, we literally have like we're we're super segregated. I've talked about this before. Uh, but one place that we have to where uh Latins and, and blacks live together is truly like Humble Park. There's a place called Humble Park. And in Humble Park, there are a lot of Boricuas. Like there are a lot of Puerto Ricans in Humble Park. Like, like if you meet a Puerto Rican, bro, ask them if they're from Humble Park. And I, it's like it's no cap. Like it, it's it's not a stereotype. I'm so serious. Like if you visit Chicago, if you're from Chicago, then you know you it nine times out of ten, they live in Humble Park. Like we not even playing. Um, uh, like, like that's they whole like little hood. Like they they have Humble Park shirts. Oh my god. Uh, but in just the thing was, you know, when I recognized that her last name was Rodriguez, I I instantly wanted to share um something of of Afro culture of of our Afro history with her. I'm like, hey, yo, my mom, you you boy, because she was like, yeah. I was like, I was like, great, I got something for you. Because my biggest thing is to share with those who are younger and to influence them and say, you know, I, I see you as your all your entire form as a black person, your entire form as an Afro person, the same way you should see me. I am your brother, you are my sister, we are family, familia, like completely. There, there, this, this, there's this the imaginary veil of separation. hundred percent there's an imaginary veil of separation. Now, the crazy thing was, you know, her daughter's last name is Rodriguez. I'm like, so she 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 says, You are you Boricua? She said, Yeah, I'm, you say, yeah, I'm Boricua. I'm like, great. And um, instantly, her mother, you know, her mother's like, you know, I and I didn't know this. I just thought her mom was was a black American. And she was like, you know, yeah, you're, you're so uh, miha, you know, or or my miha is Borica and you're so Dominicana. And I was like, what? To, to bring to land the plane. Of, of why we're talking about this today. Do you understand the significance of African descendant people who are not Black Americans joining HBCUs? Like, do you understand the importance of a Black Dominican, to just be corrective, of, of a Haitian, of, of a Nigerian, of a Congolese, of a South African, of a Etrarian, of a, of a Black Briton joining and being a part of an HBCU, being a part of the Divine Nine. I feel like people don't understand how special and significant that actually is. Like, like that's strong as far as what we call and what we want as an ideal when it comes to us being unified as black people, us seeing each other uh, just as brothers and sisters and um, black women universally and being able to truly teach each other that, you know, we, we are the same people and we go through the same struggles. 
um, especially in this system, in the system in the world that we stand in, if we're going by the racial classes, racial classes alone, we would be all put in one box. And we're going to be put in that same box, no matter where you sit, no matter where you stand. That is how we will collectively be classified. We will be collectively classified on the racial standard as all of us being black. Now, how you feel about that term and your classification, that is uh, a, a moral standard. And you have that whole right to feel how you feel on that moral standard. That's you individually. But I just know where we where we be at. That's just what it is. Now, what has to happen with us is we have to understand how we are the same when we're going to be classified in that racial box. How is a Dominicana the same as a Haitian, right? How is a Jamaican the same as uh, a Black American, right? How is a Ecuadorian Guinea who would be classified as an Hispanic, as a Black Hispanic, the same as a Hispanic Mexicano who is Afro, so an Afro-Mexican who grew up in Guerrero, right? The capital of Guerrero, which is a city in Mexico. Yeah, I, I, I know, no. Like, I always shock people how much. Like, no, I'm. you're not talking to just any regular Black man. You're talking to um, a man who has followed the path of knowing himself and has chosen to use that knowledge in every bit of knowledge I have, whether it's a lot of a little or a little of a lot to impact and just give my opinion as a way to walk us towards unity, even if it's one day at a time. Because I met another another thing I did today. Because we're just going to talk about the day, right? We might as well just talk about the day today. I met uh, a Tanzanian, a beautiful, tall Tanzanian woman today. And it always shocks me because most Africans give me this. Uh, whenever I ask them where they're from, they'll they'll just say the continent, right? And, you know, I know I know more than this. They just assume I don't. That comes from what they perceive as the educational system that we're taught in North America. And it's sort of true. We were not taught a lot. But I told her I appreciated her telling me that, yeah, I'm from the continent of Africa and I'm Tanzanian. Because if she would have just told me African... Like I'm I'm African, I would be irritated. And I get irritated because that rebuttal is like, no, I know more than that. Like, like where are you from? I I I know the continent of Africa is very big. I know this. I know this. And you know, con first impressions, you know, I I understand where they're coming from when they when they do that. But back to the beautiful black woman from Tanzania. And I even um I incited in her that I knew even something about her country. Like, yeah, your flag's colors are green, yellow, blue, baby blue to be Pacific, and black. 
of course I don't have the picture in my head, but, but those are the colors of Tanzania. Also, there's a um I have another Tanzania brother I met. And I listen to uh Africa Daily. So like I, I'll go on um BBC and pull up the African economy. I like I check on us. Don't look, I need you to understand this, guys. I really do research. Like I check on our family. Um I'll ask and and see, you know, like if I meet an African person from like uh let's say I met an African person today from Kenya, I'll literally ask. I'll say, Well, how how are uh you know the Africans back home? How is the Kenyan economy? How is uh you know the South African economy, you know, what's going on with the structure there? Uh, whether they feel like talking about the social and political views. Like, I'll just generally ask how we are doing as black people in that space. Same with a black person from the UK. I will pull right up and be like, hey, yo, you know, how are we doing? How are black Britons doing in the UK? How are we doing in London? How is your family doing? You feel me? I will automatically do that. Hey. And, and that's just how I rock because I truly care. Again, the, the more you know, the better your insight will be, the better your perception will change. This is why I'd be so adamant. Yeah, I'd be goofy on here sometimes, especially on like TikTok, social media. Not everything is, is based on that. Sometimes I just be wanting to spread my opinion, whether it's controversial or not. But the basis of, of what I truly do is to get, each other to change your give you a chance and a choice to change your perception about who we are right that we are not that different whether you roll in as an aboriginal whether you roll in as a hebrew whether you roll in as an african whether you roll in as a foundational black american melanin is melanin your hue is your hue our hue is our hue so i don't understand why we can't just keep rocking and rolling that's just how i be um, but I really wanted to share that because that was always a beautiful light bulb, the basis of how this black woman inspired me to make this podcast about her. She is an Afro-Latino who joined a divine nine chapter in sorority. She was an AKA. I believe that's, I believe, don't get me wrong. I am not a part of the divine nine. I am just attached to it because I am a foundational Black American, and the HBCUs and Divine Nine are very, like, concrete as a part of being Black culture. It's like it's like jumping the broom. Like that's how significant um, HBCUs and Divine Nine is to the culture. So we we have a, like a natural respect for them. Like you know what I'm saying. Like one thing we know, and we've never joined a fraternity or sorority. A fraternity or sorority, like you don't you don't walk in the line. Like we know, like that's how much attached to the culture we are. You do not interrupt the line. And we know that off back. Like, all oh, they doing the stroll, leave them alone. Leave them alone. You know what I'm saying? We hey, stroll on and we keep it moving. We we stop. Like, hey, bro, don't, don't, don't interrupt. They stroll. Like, that's how significant um the sororities and fraternities are to us. But if you enjoy this information, please share the podcast. Um, go listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, go follow me on TikTok, Instagram. 
Um, but the podcast is called Lost African Podcast. Make sure you share. Salute me. We are going to get to 10,000. I'm telling you. 30, we on 30 day run. Technically 29 because it's 31 days. Well, we're going to get there. But I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. And I will holler at y'all later.